0: time to get lit. Just a little disclaimer, this episode contains audio taken from a video that was originally streamed live into another platform, so please excuse any of the sound difference you might hear and any other side chatter that may occur. If you would like to follow me in my Facebook group to check some of these shows out live while they are on the air, the link should be in the show notes below. And thank you for your consideration. This is a guest episode. In my business, Front Seat Rider, I host a segment show called Stories, in which I invite guests to our Facebook group to share a little bit about their journey to mental wellness and how animals, particularly dogs, have helped them along the way. This is their story. I hope you enjoy.
1: Hi everybody.
0: Alright, <laughs> we love. We a few technical difficulties, but that is to be expected with all the platforms and all the devices we have around us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> True that.
0: So welcome to what is it? The 12th of November. Oh my gosh, you guys. Um, I hope everyone's week is going well and a shout out to all the veterans and veteran families. Um, We really appreciate you at all times of the year, but of course um, around Veterans Day um and i want to introduce my lovely friend lisa price we're wearing the same shirt which i'm totally <laughs> stoked about <laughs> we will have a little a little um dog is good pride moment here
1: <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so the stores in the background they're all right here Yes,
0: i love that you have all your displays mine are are in totes in the other office so i don't forget to have them out all pretty like that mm-hmm. But I have the pleasure of seeing Miss Lisa, like probably around once a week, which is awesome. I always giggle to myself because we have a few Lisas in our groups. And um, I like to say Lisa P and SD every time I see you hop
1: onto Zoom calls. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's my tag.
0: (laughs) I love that. So she is, um, as I said in the the post, she's also a fellow, Dog is good exhibitor. And she's also in the group Alpha Reimagined, which I've mentioned before. So yay. Um if you would like to introduce yourself to anyone who isn't familiar with you, go right for it.
1: Okay. I'm Lisa Price. I'm in San Diego right now. That's the LPNSD. Um I'm a Dog ex- Good Exhibitor since last August. I was unemployed and saw the opportunity and knew the brand and jumped on it. My sister was teasing me last night because I tried, you know, she and I were both looking at the opportunity and I just went for it. I said, I don't have, I don't want to do a year of research. I just want to go out and meet dog people and have a good time. And that's what the business was. It's just, it's, um, it's been a great growth opportunity for me and a chance to, to get involved in the dog community. Um, normally you wouldn't, necessarily go door to door in your neighborhood and say hi I work for blah 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 and I see you have you love dogs you got a bowl of water out front you know that's great um it's just an opportunity to connect with such a great group of people and I love the energy of our dog is good group too we've got such a bunch of go give women and it's such a blessing it's such a so it's a special part of my day when we all get online together and exchange ideas and support one another
0: it's so true I am very private in my personal life uh, contrary to this group and other things um, (laughs) I I didn't have very many friends and when I started this um, venture with the dog is good pop-up shop I had no idea what to expect but through my blog and through the pop-up shop I have met so many phenomenal women and I do I vouch the fact that I love our pack like everyone in our pack is so amazing and Mm -hmm. i love it so much so your business is called penny's place correct
1: i'm I'm penny's place it was last year when i started the business my beloved terrier of 14 years was just about at the end of her run and she was not feeling well and not very photogenic. So I asked my daughter if I could borrow her little dog that she'd found running around in a parking lot at home Depot. And so she became the face, of, she became Penny's place. Kid and um, it, she. It's it, so my grand dog gets to be my mascot. Oh, I didn't
0: know that. That's so cute. I love that.
1: G pup or Penny. Yeah. So, um, and she's very photogenic and she loves to model. Uh, my daughter is a photographer. She does catalog shoots. And Ooh. so Penny is frequently, pr- frequently featured in Los Angeles area clothing ads. That's so cool.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> another, rescue,
1: another rescue dog makes good. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: Oh, you'll have to link some of her work down in the comments at some point.
1: Yeah. Yeah, as soon as she gives me some. <laughs> 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 life is busy you know
0: absolutely absolutely but you are currently the dog mom to miss sophie
1: i am sophie come here please sophie come here unfortunately i wanted to put do this in the living room so she could be in my lap the way she's been our last couple of uh, group things but it was too dark in there come here, Sophie. come here come here we'll catch her later she's okay. she's She's adorable, but she's also 44. Does
0: she have um, Sharpay in her at all? She reminds me of a Sharpay, kind of. I mean, you don't forget her now. But.
1: <laughs> That's all right. We got her. <laughs> she's, part, she's a whole lot of stuff, but she's Sharpay. Show, Show, the Show them the face. Oh, she's on the trees. <laughs> Let's see. She's part Sharpay, part Australian cattle dog. Oh. And chow in there and some American bulldog. I think the bulldog is the personality. I got so lucky. She's not aggressive. She's the sweetest, most gentle dog. My dog walker likes to take her um her puppies that are that she's socializing out with Sophie because Sophie's so gentle. And as big as she is, she's great with the littles. It's
0: so cute. I love that.
1: I love that. Thank goodness I had her with this lockdown because I found her at the Los Angeles, one of the Los Angeles shelters. I'd gone to drop off some blankets for the shelter dogs for Christmas and couldn't. I walked by the strays on my way out and it was love at first sight. She looked at me and I looked at her. And if I came to visit her for five days till the stray hold was up and then took her home, then moved down here and then went into lockdown. So it's been my lovely little shelter dog and me alone yeah. for yeah a while that was meant to be for sure yeah oh yeah survival dogs have always been my voice (sighs) made my life better always
0: absolutely i i obviously agree (laughs) (laughs) yes um so let's talk a little bit about that how um in your journey through your mental health um struggles have animals helped you and um and uh what animals in the past have you had that have helped you
1: well i um i've had dogs my whole life and i've been um i have had some social disorder (laughs) social disorders and you know so i related to dogs better than i related to people and um they were my best friends and my companions all growing up and then um Sophie get that I lost my train of thought. Anyway, so I've had dogs all my life and um at a certain point in my life in my mid-40s, I depression, big time depression kicked in really, really, really bad. But I had a family and I was a caregiver for someone with cancer. And you know, there just wasn't time to, to take to do self-care and um, do all the things that I needed to do. I had um, had no outlets. It was work and family and caregiving and wash, rinse, repeat for 10 years and just slipped deeper and deeper into depression until finally at a certain point I realized I could, um, something that I had used to alleviate my anxiety and quiet my sadness turned on me. I, I, uh, alcohol had been a comfort. I was in the liquor industry, I'd been in the liquor industry for 30 years, so it wasn't like that um, it had been a problem in my, all my life, but all of a sudden, it became all-consuming. And when my husband finally, when my husband, my husband had been ill with cancer for seven years, it had been a long haul, and had a, a depressed teenager who was um, not in a good state herself, you know, going through what she was going through with her father, and uh, we lost my father and my stepfather all before my, my husband died. So um, w- dealing with all that, keeping all the balls in the air, the only thing I could do to unwind, I couldn't, th- there was no outlet for me. I wouldn't reach out for help. I didn't ask people for help. It's, no, I've got this. I'm on top of it. I'll take care of my family. I'll take care of my job, which was taking, you know, 50 hours a week. And um when he passed away, I completely lost any reason for living. My in my in my head, my daughter was away at college, and he was gone, and I was left in an empty house, and all my roles were gone. All my um, mother, woman, caretaker, wife, everything was gone in one you know in the space of two weeks, and I went off the edge. The only thing that kept me alive was my dog, the dog that I'd never wanted, that uh, was my daughter's dog, and then she went away to college, and it was my husband's best friend, and then he left, and the dog and I were left looking at each other going, it's me and you, kid, and no matter what, no matter how bad things got, and things got pretty bad, um, I always took care of my dog. Twice a day, she got fed. I spent a lot of time with her outside. Um, It was the only thing that I had that I felt that I had to live for at that point in time. So uh, Keely kept me alive until I got into into treatment, and that changed my life. And as far as I'm concerned, I, I'm not going to show my tattoos off right now. But I have a phoenix on my arm that celebrates the rebirth after I after I finally re- asked for help and got the got the the treatment I needed and the therapy I needed. It was, it was a long process and it's not for everybody, but it were, I'm a big proponent because it worked for me. Um, and all along there were dogs, even when after Mike died, I got, there was nobody to tell me I couldn't. So I got into fostering. I had a beautiful (laughs) yard with fences and it was like, yeah, come on. And I'll take them all. And during, during the course of two years, I had 13 foster dogs, you know, that went in and out and got adopted. And, um, some real problem children and some wonderful ones, but they, they were they brought me so much joy—a kind of joy that you only get with your relationship with dogs because it's so non-judgmental, it's so accepting, and um, they sense your needs. And if you take care of theirs, it's such a symbiotic relationship. Um, it, as I said, it, the dogs kept me alive, and now Sophie's kept me sane in lockdown. Uh, but yeah you know there's i'm dealing with someone right now in my life who has is struggling with untreated depression and will not reach out for help and if there's anything i can say it's don't try to do it alone because chances are you can't you it's not a matter of somebody telling you what to think or what to do it's someone helping you look inside and ask the right questions and get your own personal answers. Um,
0: How did you come to know that point in time when you really needed help? Because um, for me, I had so many different things to blame on. Like you were talking about, you know, there was a span of two weeks where it all came basically crashing down. Mine was kind of the opposite. I've dealt with depression my whole life. I just made friends with it. And then um, there was a point where I had nothing to blame it on anymore. I wasn't going through my teenage hormonal years. I wasn't um, in a toxic relationship. I didn't have a bad job. There was a point where I had everything I needed, and I still felt like crap. And I was on my way home, and I just realized that I had a fleeting thought of what if I didn't come home? What if I was in a ditch somewhere? What, like all these things. And I'm like, how are you depressed right now? <laughs> 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 you need, and mm-hmm. how 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 does one know when it's time to find help? I guess is what I'm getting at. And I, I mean, I guess it is different for everybody, but. Um,
1: it's it is individual for everybody. I know that. I first realized I needed help one night when I was coming home to my family situation, and I was on the freeway, and I thought, if I just yanked the wheel to the right, I wouldn't have to do this anymore. And you know that's that's not me. And it was just I realized that there something was so wrong, and there were so few things that I that we can control when we're in situations like that. Couldn't control my husband's sickness, couldn't control my daughter's um, depression, couldn't control the fact that I had to keep working because I was the, medical, I was the health insurance in the family. Um, I could have asked for help with, for family, family would have been happy to step in. But it's the realization that the only thing that can change in this situation is me. And I need help because I can't do it alone.
0: Yes. Yes. And actually that's, I mean, you had touched on it before, but that's the perfect segue to how I actually got involved with Dog is Good myself. Um, I was looking for affiliates for my blog for Dog Moms with Depression. And the first design I came across was Never Walk Alone. I. Yes. I was like, this is what I'm talking about. We need to come out and talk about these stories because there's so many other people out there that we don't know are going through these things. And if we could just walk together, we'd be so much better off.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> yes. it's, it's been a great support being with the community of women too, um, being lifted up and also being able to be honest in a way that we're not able to be honest on, in our day-to-day relationships. There are people I've, I've discussed more with the people that I've met in the last year than I can with my own family. As supportive as they are, there's just things that people don't understand unless they live them and unless they listen with open hearts. So true. So true. And that
0: was my, yeah, yep. (laughs) That was my thing too. I started the blog in the closet. Like Mm -hmm. none of my family knew I was dealing with depression. I always showed up, you know, highly functioning chipper. Like I wore that mask perfectly. And Mm -hmm. there are still people, very important people, including my mother who don't know that I've dealt with depression in the past. And it is nice to have that safe space. Um, to really share and be true and honest to yourself about the things you've gone through with others. So, yes.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. How long have you had your blog?
0: Um, I started the Front Seat Rider blog uh, Halloween of 2017. And then, yes. And then a year later is when I became a pop-up shop owner. Mm -hmm. So it's been a while and, while writing the blog, I kind of deciphered where a lot of this stuff came from, and I honestly think I was depressed from the age of like seven, so oh my, <laughs> it's like this whole like a whole nother kalia that most people just don't don't know,
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: we need to make that more okay it's okay to embrace each side of us,
1: mhm so that's been um in in the program that I'm in um, for alcoholism, they, we, you reach out and you help each other and you share by sharing your experiences. And that's something that I've been trying to do. That's why I'm here today. Um, You help others by letting them see themselves in you.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. I love you so much.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad we do this. I've been, I, I have been, because I'm a, I listen more than I talk. So sometimes people don't get to know me right away. And then it's like, I remember when you used to never say anything. Yes. <laughs>
0: I think we're like part of cut from the same cloth. Like, yes, I am like, I, people have told me, like my best friend told me I was so intimidated by you. I thought you were stuck up. I thought you were this and that. And I'm like, what, why I like, I never said anything? Like, I was like, Oh, that is far from the truth. <laughs> like, I love this assessing. I feel like I'm some sort of like shapeshifter. I can mold myself into a group and just kind of assess the situation, feel it out. And if it feels safe for me, then poof. Here's Kalia. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Um let's see what i'm gonna pull a gila what is um one lesson that you've learned from dog
1: live in the moment yeah yes. I, I had a conversation um a lot of people call me for cancer uh, for calming down anymore because i am almost in the moment to a fault it's very hard for me to head. So Gila's, Gila's <laughs> workshops on where do you want to be in five years? It's like, heck, I don't know where I want to be tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> might be one of the problems I'm having. But anyway, um, dogs live in the moment. They accept everything, each moment as perfect where it is. I mean, they may aspire towards being let out or maybe it's time for a snack. But beyond that, they don't. they don't spend their presence worrying about the future or trying to control the outcome. Um, and that's my biggest lesson. I've learned that things will happen in their time. Yes, we have to apply that the axle grease sometimes to get things moving. But once it's moving, you can't, you can't control it. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I'm, I don't know what's going to happen next month. But I know what's happening right now. I'm talking to a friend. I'm saying hi to a bunch of people. I've got my Sophie at my feet and all's well.
0: Yes. And that goes for everything. Like 2020 has been whatever word you want to fill in the blank there with. (laughs) Just staying in the moment through all of these things and knowing that at any moment, we all have exactly what we need. We need air Mm -hmm. to breathe we need a space to be, a lot of us have a roof over our head, like that is everything we need right now, and we have our dogs.
1: (laughs) And we have our dogs, it's, and it's really, thank goodness my lease tells me I cannot have a second dog, or I'd be filling up the backyard with them right now, there's so many, there are so many dogs down here in San Diego, I know some of the shelters are empty down here, they're full, because we have, we're so close to the Mexican border, and there's so many rescue efforts going on, bringing dogs to the states, as a matter of fact, they think Sophie was one of those because she had a bunch of South American, not South American, but not Southern California parasites when I got her, you know, just stomach issues and stuff like that. But um, so we have plenty of dogs down here. It breaks my heart to scroll by them on Facebook and think that one, that one, I could help that one. The day will come. My sister and I are, one of the things we've got, it's pie in the sky, but it's a plan for the future is getting a piece of property in the East County or North County and having room for shelter dogs, having dog, being able to foster all the dogs we want to.
0: Oh my gosh. That would be amazing. I, I definitely want to foster too. Um, I, I have like mixed feelings about the whole empty shelter COVID thing because yes, it's amazing and it sounds good, but also, and I know that people, because they have more downtime have been um, adopting dogs, but I also feel that it's because things are shut down and there's not enough transport to get the dogs to the places where they can be adopted. So it's like this, like, oh, I'm happy and sad all at the same time. So Mm-hmm. Just know there's always going to be pups out there that need homes. <laughs> if you're looking for someone and can and and have the space and are able to bring an animal home, please continue to do that.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: My <Yeah>. little soapbox. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, having spent two years in in, um, in rescue myself and working for, strangely enough, No Dog Left Behind um, oh, was cool was the name of the rescue that I worked with Um, just when I see all the dogs coming out of the shelters and everybody whoa you know we're home we might as well have a dog I hope and I pray that those dogs stay in those homes
0: yes yes yeah that is another concern for sure Mm -hmm. but hopefully they've had enough time to really bond with that animal and they're like I don't care we'll make it work (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, Any other words of advice or wisdom for people who find themselves um, in a place that seems dark and hopeless (laughs) and um, wanting to reach out but not knowing how, I guess?
1: The first point is to open your mouth and share with someone that you're having problems. There are a lot, there are people out there who have had experiences that you can't guess at and they may know how to get you in touch with someone. Um, If not, there are a number of mental health organizations. I'll be happy to to post it where you can, thank goodness for, there's something else to be grateful for. I was going to say gratitude list, open your mouth. And there are so many opportunities now to have to consult with someone in private via Zoom. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to tell anyone. It's completely confidential because it's just you and the person on the other side of the camera or the phone. Um, you know, many opportunities out there, many um, organizations that, that provide therapy on a sliding scale or for free. Lots of resources. And um, after we get off today, I'll post those.
0: Yes, please post as many as whatever you like, post away.
1: <laughs> that was, how much more time do we have?
0: As long as you need, oh, go for okay. it.
1: Well, that, that was another thing that I've done that I haven't talked about in, in our groups was that I was involved in a company that a startup company that was conglomerating all the mental health resources in one place. So it would be a one-stop mental health website. And so I, it was, it was very interesting and I enjoyed the experience. I learned a lot about CRMs and SEOs and and all that stuff, you know, but, uh, uh, also learned a lot about mental health. And I am, by the way, I am an RADT, which is, um, um, registered alcohol technician in training so that I'm working towards my certification as well. So all this fell in and we talk about about synchronicity and how things fall into your lap. I get out of treatment, I start going to school. Then someone that I met in treatment is, has a startup, a tech startup, gets me involved. I ended up being the CFO of a startup company. It's, it's a great title. It means nothing because the, <laughs> <went bust. laughs> the thing went bust. But it, I, I learned so much and I have so many resources to share. And I'm glad that you brought that, you know, that this came up because it gives me an opportunity to give back and, and let people know where they can go for help.
0: Oh, my gosh. I love that so much. One of my favorite things in life is just synchronicity. Synchronicity is just mm-hmm. everything starts coming together. It's like completely magical. And yes, feel free to use this any way you want to. Um, with your permission, I'm going to take the audio from this video and make it into a podcast. So you also have podcast access. Lovely. And I can, I can link whatever you want in the show notes.
1: Oh, terrific. That's awesome. Yeah. I love-
0: Thank
1: you. <laughs> oh, thank you. What a great opportunity and what a nice chat.
0: Yes, this was so great. We don't often get to get to talk one-on-one. I don't think we've ever talked one-on-one.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we will more. And besides, sooner or later, we'll all get together for our Dog is Good convention. And won't that be a blast?
0: Yes. Oh, man. I totally missed that.
1: Did I, you, go to the, you go to the first one?
0: Yes, I actually spoke at the first one, which was really scary. I, I did a presentation on merchandising. Um, so it was the first time I got to see everyone in person, hoping everyone was really as cool as they were online. <laughs> and then <laughs> one of them. Um, and everyone is, liter- literally, we have the best group. <laughs> mm-hmm. I cannot wait for our next conference, it'll be a blast. And now we have so many more new people, so yes.
1: Uh- It'll be exciting. So many exciting things coming up. That makes me uh, hopeful.
0: Yes, absolutely. And that's what it's about the just having those little things to look forward to those little things to check on your calendar and be like, that's what I'm going for. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay, so where can people find you? Are you at penniesplace.com? Um, Where on social a- can they connect?
1: I am on, I am at www.penny'splace dig.com. That's my website. Um, and I just had an ex- interesting experience reaching out. I actually got a web designer to help me with it because I could not figure it out for myself. It just turns out that I was over overthinking it. Can't imagine how that came about. But yeah. <laughs> I'm on Facebook. Um, I have a Facebook page for Penny's Pennies Pop Had and penny's place and on instagram it's the instagram is penny's pop hat
0: all right and we will link all those down below
1: okay terrific i will all (laughs) confirm them with you (laughs) they're on they're on the bottom of my email oh perfect yeah
0: all right anything else you'd like to say before i press stop end whatever the button
1: says (laughs) just everybody be well keep positive There's so much more ahead.
0: Yes. Yes. Thank you so, so much for being here. I loved this chat.
1: Thank you for the opportunity. It's been a pleasure.
0: Yes. All right, guys. Until next week, we'll see you later. Bye, y'all. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Let me take this time to remind you, stop dimming your light. Stand brightly because the light is all around you. You do not need outside validation anymore. Embrace every aspect of you and start living truly authentic to your soul. Everything you want is in the light above solitude. If you love what you heard today and you feel called to support my work, you can now do so by buying me a coffee. A donation is never expected, but always greatly appreciated by me and my pack. Your support keeps the content flowing and my platforms as ad-free as possible. So head over to lightabovesolitude.com support. While you're there, check out all the ways we can connect further with details on my monthly membership, motivational text messages, and links to all my socials. You can even drop me a voicemail by clicking the mic icon in the lower right-hand corner. Until next time, friends, I
1: love you.